are listening to the Scaling to Freedom podcast. I'm your host, Christina Bernhard. And in this episode, we are talking all about maternity leave, specifically as a single mom by choice entrepreneur, which is pretty niche. But I really wanted to do this because I really struggled to find any kind of guidance or help or content on this. So for some backstory, if you don't follow me on Instagram, I've recently announced that I am pregnant with my first child and I decided to do this solo. So I'm going to be a single mom by choice, which I'm very happy with the decision. And I talked a little bit about it on Instagram, but I basically found myself in a place where obviously single, I don't have the story of a lot of, if you're familiar with the single mom by choice community, which I've integrated myself more in obviously. And a lot of them have been single for like many years, or they've maybe dated around. And that's actually not my story. I actually am usually in a long-term relationship. So a lot of my dating history is actually in a long-term relationship. I've had, I'm pretty young. I'm only 31 years old. I've had four serious relationships and obviously they didn't work out for the long term, but they were very successful relationships relationships as they were. They just weren't meant for forever. So I found myself single. Baby fever has been huge for so many years. <laughs> and so I made the decision like, okay, I'm doing this. It's time. I don't want to wait for my fertility to like, you know, run out or even get difficult to be honest. Um, so I did do fertility treatment and, um, I was very blessed to eventually get pregnant from it. And, you know, as an entrepreneur, I also am in another unique situation where I am, I don't have like a job where I'm going to go tell my boss, like, Hey, I'm going to leave for three months or whatever the case is. I have to actually create this maternity leave and figure out, how I'm going to do this. (laughs) And I did a lot of this before I even got pregnant, you know, because this was obviously very planned. So I was blessed with the opportunity to really figure a lot of this stuff out and make sure that I felt good about it before even getting pregnant. And I gathered a lot of, and even after, like once I felt really confident that I could figure it out and then I got pregnant and then I started to just gather more opinions from people, stories, different scenarios. And I kind of just put them all together and chose what I think makes the most sense for me. So I'm going to share that with you today. And I hope that you find it helpful because like I said, there's just not a lot of content out there. And if you happen to be a single mom by choice and also an entrepreneur, I hope that you also find this helpful because there's even less information out there for this particular, like it's a unique situation because, you know, I, I'm not going to have help like that. My, I do have a great support system. My mom's going to stay with me for a couple of weeks, but after that, I'm pretty much on my own. And as far as childcare and stuff like that, I will eventually do childcare, but once she's a little bit older, so for a few months, it's just me and her and we're going to figure this out. (laughs) And, you know, I do have options, you know, I'm going to probably interview some nannies and things like that to make sure that I have People, I am going to have a a doula that's going to help me a little bit postpartum, but only like a couple of times. So nothing huge there, but I'll be incorporating some other support that can hopefully kind of fill in the place of a partner because I don't have that. But for the most part though, we're just going to figure this out and I'm being really flexible with this because one thing I've noticed is that 
everyone has such a different opinion. Like I really wanted to find lots of content out there on, you know, how are, they don't even have to be single moms, like whatever, just how are entrepreneurs creating their maternity leave. And I have found some, I've found some YouTube videos and podcasts and things like that. A lot of them are coaches, which it's still helpful, but for one, it's just not a lot of content. So I'm only getting perspective from like a handful of people. And like I said, everyone is so different. And on top of that, a lot of them are coaches. So our businesses are very, very different. I am a done for you service provider. We have an agency, so I can't just move my launches around a time and batch my content. (laughs) Like I have to serve my clients during this time as well. It's a little bit easier because I have an agency, so I have a team. So that's definitely going to be huge, but there's still a lot of different details. So I'm going to go over what my plan is. Obviously I have not carried out this plan yet. So just keep that in mind. So I'm just sharing my experience and my thought process with this and my plan, if it's helpful for you. So the first thing is I wanted to decide what is the goal of the maternity leave, right? So my goal, and this can look a little bit different for everyone, but My goal is to make sure that my clients don't feel my absence. That is super, super important to me. I really want to make sure that they are well taken care of during this process. And I have zero doubt in my mind that this is very doable just because of how we already have things set up before even getting pregnant, just how the business runs now. I know that this is more than doable. And then my second goal is of course, to make sure that I have time and space to heal and enjoy my little girl and enjoy this huge life transformation and make sure that my mental health stays intact. I will do anything that it takes to make sure that all of that stays in place, no matter who I have to hire or what I have to do. That is going to be also a huge priority, of course. And the other thing is the flexibility to pivot. So the way that I'm actually designing this maternity leave is I want to have like solid plans, but not one solid plan. I want to have maybe three solid plans and be very prepared to plan out those multiple options. And also the way that I want these options to be is where I can switch back and forth between them as needed. So I can kind of just like hit the dial on different scenarios and things like that so that I can be really, really flexible and make some of these decisions in the moment. As long as there is a plan in place for each of these different variables, I feel comfortable doing that. I'm definitely a planner, but I'm also pretty go with the flow. So I like to plan multiple scenarios and have plans for all of those (laughs) scenarios and just be very prepared because one thing I've learned from just talking to people, hearing stories, all of that is that every baby is so different Every birth is so different. Every postpartum experience is so different. Even if someone has had a baby before and been pregnant before and gone through postpartum before, when they do it a second time or a third time or a fourth time, like they're all potentially different. So a lot of those things are things that I'm not going to know the details of until we are there. (laughs) So I can't possibly prepare for, you know, a baby that's extra fussy or a baby that's like sleeps all the time. Like my nephew was very, very easy when he was a newborn. Like he didn't really start needing a lot of attention until he was more like six months. So before then he just did 
mostly sleeping. And luckily he was very healthy and he didn't have a lot of issues. So that's going to be very different from a baby who maybe like doesn't nap well or, you know, has lots of health issues or whatever the case is. And then also postpartum too, like, you know, dealing with postpartum depression or even postpartum anxiety. Like, what is that going to be like? What's going to be my mental capacity? How am I going to handle these changes? All of these things. So this is all super important. I'm taking all of this in, into consideration as I'm making this plan. So that's the goal. And that's kind of my thought process going into this process. The second thing is the foundation. So I built the foundation before I was pregnant. So this is kind of simple. And what I mean by foundation is to have your business set up in a way where you already kind of have a bit of space. So I am very high touch with my clients because I have the ability to be last year, we actually doubled the team and it wasn't even necessarily because our client load doubled. It did definitely increase, but it, I don't believe it doubled. And there were even times where, you know, our client load will fluctuate, but I still put this team in place and trained them and they are fantastic. So I spent a lot of time on my business last year, creating this space. And a lot of my time is spent on the business growth now, and really just being an ads manager and having that creativity with my campaign planning and the ad strategies and, you know, talking to clients and things like that. So I do have a lot of time on my hands as it is most of the time. I mean, we have some crazy weeks, but for the most part, I have a lot of time on my hands already, um, which is fantastic. So it's going to be a lot easier to kind of mold this into, you know, this space in your business. You're able to kind of, you know, mold this into what you want, which for me, it's going to be taking care of a child. The uh, biggest thing is to hire ASAP. So I feel more comfortable doing this before you're pregnant, if that's possible. If you are already pregnant, it's not the end of the world. Like, you know, you can figure this out, but I would definitely hire ASAP and get those systems in place ASAP. And what I mean by systems is whenever you're pregnant or before you're pregnant, start creating SOPs for everything you do. So I did this the year before last. And I mean, last year I didn't get pregnant, have a baby, but I took so much off my plate whenever I was hiring people all of the SOPs, not all of them, I guess, but a lot of them were already put together. So even if you have no plans on hiring out certain things that you do, just start creating SOPs for everything you do. Make it foolproof, like really spend your time on it, create a training video, write out steps for everything you do. And I just started documenting everything. And so whenever we did start hiring out, and you know, again, I did this before I even knew Am I ever going to pass this off? I don't know. I'm just going to make SOPs for everything. And I did that. And I am so glad I did that. I would do it again in a heartbeat. That was the best thing I ever did. And I still do it because sometimes you just don't know if you need to hand things off. And there were even situations where I was in a situation last year where actually last year I ended up taking my first vacation where I was completely off for a week, which I know is is not like super grand, but I'd never taken a a week off in my business before. So I gave it a shot because I hired this team and I trained them and all this thing. And there were a couple of things that landed on that week that I didn't realize. And I was like, Oh man, I need to like either hop on a computer during this week and knock this out, or I need to hand it off. But I had already had SOPs for it, even though I'd never planned to actually hand it off. So I just like, 
easily handed it off. I literally just in ClickUp changed the assignee to someone on my team and asked her if she could take care of it. And she did. And it was like done correctly and everything. Cause I had a training video and all the steps and everything. So like, this is huge. So the foundation is going to be a big part of how I'm able to pull this off. So I feel really good about our foundation. I spend a lot of time on, you know, business growth and also just having space to be creative and things like that for my clients. So I already have a lot of this space in place and we can just tailor it to add some more so that I can focus on this new part of my life, but not necessarily completely leaving the business or anything like that. So that is basically the foundation that I've set. I'm already currently in a place where I am working. I mean, I work mostly full days most of the time, but I don't necessarily have to. So if I were to take a lot of the projects that I do that are really focused on growing the business and more visibility and things like that, I could totally put those things on hold and probably work maybe... 10 to 15 hours a week. So that's a really great place to start. I feel really good about that going into a maternity leave situation. So as far as the plan of what I'm, this is kind of the overview of the plan that I'm doing. Maybe it will help you just to hear what someone else is doing. So I'm taking two weeks completely off. And all of our our client calls and everything will be blocked those two weeks. I already do a call block every one week per month. We have a call block where there are no client calls. I still get on calls with my team and stuff like that and touch base, but the client calls are blocked. And this is so that we just have space to focus on strategy, implementation, and all these things. Calls can really get, like kind of hold you back from like being able to put your head down and just like focus and not be interrupted. So I like having that week each month and with our client load and everything, it works out fine. So as of right now, we've been just keeping that. So I am going to extend that to two weeks just for this one period. I'm going to have it around my due date, which of course, I mean, she could come early, like we don't know, but if she does come early, we have a plan for that. And then also after those two weeks, I'm going to come back at either half a day or a full day per week. So it's either going to be like one day per week or half a day. And that should be uh, good. And then I still have daily contact with the team for sure. Client communication between me, I'm going to kind of play it by here. I do have a team. My team is in contact with our clients already. So we already have that in place. So it's just going to probably depend on the client load. It's going to depend on my um, capacity and like, you know, how everything's going during this time period, as far as what that load looks like to see if I can jump in and do still communicate with the clients during this time. My junior ads manager is going to be covering the calls for four weeks. So that is going to be, that's already coverage for calls for six weeks. So by then I feel pretty confident without knowing anything (laughs) that I'll be well integrated enough to where I can start kind of picking up calls. So all of my calls are pushed in to be just two days a week and I can be pretty flexible with the call window times. And most of my clients are in the States, so it makes it a little bit easier, but, and then European time zone is pretty easy to uh, land into that call window. And then my Australian and Bali and like Asia clients, they will be evening calls, but they're they're kind of one-offs. So that is what my plan is. And then I will just basically taper and like slowly come back more and more over time. And these are the different variables that I was talking about that we're just going to kind of like switch on and off as needed. 
All of my content will be batched, so I won't have to be worrying about content during this time. Any new projects for business growth and things like that, of course, are going to be on hold. Another thing that I am doing is any hiring processes that I need for any of my current team members, even to duplicate any of them or replace any of them if that were to be necessary. All of that will be in place as well. Actually, all of it is kind of already in place, but I'm just going to tighten it up and make sure it looks really good. That way, if for whatever reason we have to hire during maternity leave, we'll just have a system in place for that. We'll have a plan in place for that. That way we can get someone in and uh, trained as quickly as possible and integrated. So hopefully... We won't need something like that unless it's a duplicate. So if like we need another account manager or something like that, we've had multiples before and you know, the one that we have now can assist in the training and we've done that in the past and that worked out really, really well. So I'm not too worried about duplicating hires during this time, more so just worrying about if we had to replace, (laughs) that might be a nightmare, but we will get through it. So that is basically the overview of my plan and just what I'm doing. And again, I think it's really, really important that all of these different variables that we're super prepared to hire if necessary. We are super prepared to lengthen the time that I'm off calls or, you know, to pivot calls or change, you know, whatever we need to do and just have plans in place for all of those different scenarios. That That way I'm not locked into a plan and then the plan completely just blows up because that could totally happen. So I really just want to kind of craft the plan as I go, but be prepared for all of these different scenarios and feel really good and confident about these different variables being taken care of. Because like I said, the biggest goal other than obviously healing and my personal stuff is to make sure that my clients don't even feel my absence. Our quality of work and all of that is going to stay And that is incredibly important to me. All of these plans and all this preparation is to make sure that this is a win-win for everyone. And I'm fully confident that I can make that happen. I'm actually not worried about it at all. And so we'll just see how I feel in the moment and how things are going. I'm not too worried about you know, wanting to be away for longer or anything like that. I'm not worried like the coming back a half day or a full day per week after the two weeks off doesn't bother me at all. I mean, honestly, even if the baby is like, like really doesn't cooperate very well, I can definitely have my mom watch her for half a day on a Sunday so that I can knock out some things. And I absolutely love what I do. I've created my dream job, but it's really interesting because I've, you know, heard from so many people. Some people are like actually on my team. We've actually had two babies born recently, (laughs) so many babies and everyone is so different. I mean, some people, they want to go back to work right away. And when I say go back to work, we're talking about like entrepreneurs that have flexible schedules and built their own jobs, basically very different from someone who like works a full-time job. Like if I worked a full-time job and I was either like fully on or fully off, I would want, and if I worked for someone else, I'd probably want like a year off. <laughs> like, I don't think I'd want to go back. You know, I mean, maybe I like, if you really loved your job, I don't know, but like, I love that I have the flexibility where I can, it's not on or off. Like I can kind of half be on still knock out very, very important things and be half off. So that's something that's I'm very grateful for and is definitely a great thing about being an entrepreneur to have that option. And I'm fully taking advantage of it. This, these are 
things that I thought about before getting pregnant and a huge reason why I decided to go through with this. And I felt confident that I could, but I hope that this helps you out in some way, or even just, you know, helps give you another perspective because I really, really wish that there was just more entrepreneurs talking about their maternity leave in their content because it's just, and also if you have any thoughts on this, any advice, if you have done maternity leave before as an entrepreneur, if you want to go to Instagram and send me a DM, Christina D Bernhard is my Instagram handle. I would love to chat about this. So go ahead and DM me there. But also if you have any questions, anything that I didn't cover or anything you want to hear more about, happy to share there. I would love to have this conversation with more women because it's just, again, it's not something that I'm seeing a lot of. And I wish that I could just, you know, binge some more ideas on this because a lot of people who are doing maternity leave, they have jobs and it's just very different. It's not the same as, you know, your own business, you know, and going to work full time again, especially if you're going into an office. I mean, that is such a bigger, like thing to have to do. I feel to go from like staying at home with your baby to like, taking her somewhere and going into an office all day for another company. Like to me, that's so, so different, but I am super, super excited for this. I've never been more excited for something in my entire life. I don't think maybe when I quit my job to travel, that was pretty exciting, but that had way more fear in it than like, for some reason, this feels a lot less scary to me. I don't know why (laughs) we'll see if I'm eating my words in a few months, but yeah. So thank you so much for listening. And again, I hope to hear from you on Instagram. If you have any insight questions, anything like that, would love to have this conversation and I will see you guys next week. Thank you for listening to the Scaling to Freedom podcast. If you are a seven-figure coach looking for ads management with an agency that partners with you to get your work out into the world and amplify your impact, see if we are a good fit by applying for a spot in our agency at christinabernhard.com slash apply. Find the link in our show notes.